When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I do nothing, ever. Joining me today, she is my co-host on Conspiracy the Show, an Unpops Network podcast that you should be listening to unless you trust the government more than you should. She's also a fantastic comedian. I don't know if we'll ever get to do that stuff again, but hey, just in case, ladies and gentlemen, Olivia Hydar. Also joining me, she is my co-host on another Unpops Network podcast called Trend Pony, clickety-clack, clickety-clack, that you can hear you're a subscriber on Patreon or Supercast, and she is also a fantastic comedian who can't do comedy right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Jessica Singer. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week, ooh, no co-host, my favorite co-host <laughs> of all. But I do have a couple of guests who are my co-hosts just on different podcasts, but I'm very territorial when it comes to this podcast. So uh, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, <laughs> I think you're doing great, man. This is, this is good. Thank you so much. Hey, that was, that was Olivia Hydar. Hi, yes, I'm barging in. My co-host on Conspiracy the Show, which you should listen to uh, unless you think the 2020 election was stolen, in which case, please do not <laughs> listen to our podcast now that Spotify ratings are a thing. Hey, yeah. also joining Jesus. me, my trend pony co-host, Jessica Singer, who hasn't been on in a while because you've been working a job like a square. So stupid. It's so stupid. It's it's the holidays. No one at all is working. Everything is shut down. And so here we are. Hi. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Good. Winter break, dog. Winter break, right? I've been I've been recording all week, but winter break. <laughs> We're talking about things to look forward to in 2022. Is everyone excited about 2022? <laughs> 2021 ruled. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great year. I'm I'm sure 2022 is going to be just as fun. Last week we talked about renowned Bulgarian mystic Baba Vanga. And her predictions for the year 2022, which uh, bleak. They're bleak. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't fathom how next year uh, will be worse when we're ending this year with a new variant that the government is totally ignoring. Yeah. And we have. It'll be great. 
We have the like midterm elections to look forward to. We're gonna rally. We're gonna rally around each other and be really united yeah. uh, when those happen. That'll, that'll, that'll be fun. Oh god! You know, for for a brief, wonderful second, I had forgotten that that was going to happen. Yeah, and you know, now that moment is ruined forever. But hey, that, the truth is out. I feel like we get one year that has nothing to do with the election, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, basically. like every four every four years, you get what you get one year to just kind of chill out for a second and not think about it. This has been that year too, <laughs> but also now the fucking primaries start two years before the you know you get like year after oh, next yeah. we're gonna start having primary shit happen. Ah, uh... uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. I didn't even have that on the list of things to look forward to. <laughs> so weird that no one's right. putting that on their yep. list. <laughs> yeah, that was just improv on my part. Uh... Here's here's the thing. I, I do this list every year, and normally mm-hmm. I'll do some of it from memory, obvs. But then I also go through some of the other things to look forward to lists and kind of pick and choose and see what stuff I agree with and then sort of build a list of my own, the same way people on the right get their information about vaccines. <laughs> so this year I did that, or I tried to, but the obstacle I ran into is I disagreed with most of the things on most Oof. of the lists. So instead of doing it the usual way, we're just going to go through some of these lists and uh, we'll talk about what we do and don't agree with yeah it's a lot of stuff to go through it's a whole lot we're gonna speed through some of it (laughs) we'll do it we're really fast we don't linger at all we don't get distracted we're gonna dig in we're gonna unpack it's gonna be great yeah there will be no tangents Mm -mm, no definitely not i've never met her what's a tangent exactly (laughs) exactly We're going to be a model of efficiency, I have no doubt. Here we go. Things to look forward to. This first list, we'll link to all of these so you can read them, obviously. How weird would it be if we didn't? There's a show notes link under the description in most podcast players. You just click that and you can go see everything we're talking about. You can do that with all the episodes. I don't know if you knew that, but now you know. Newsweek's 22 great things in 2022 list. I like Newsweek. I subscribe like in the internet way. So I don't like hit their paywall, but I don't like get the magazine sent to me every week. I think it still might be a magazine. I trust that they're not in the control of the U.S. government like some other outlets seem to be because Newsweek, Yahoo News, weirdly enough, (laughs) they're outlets that publish stories that should be on bigger outlets and usually are not. So Newsweek, I normally trust them. And this time, I not not completely. Yeah, well, it's like more of an opinion piece, I guess, than like journalism. It's, you know. Yeah. And it, it's got to be hard. It's yeah. got to be hard just. Yeah. Especially 22 things to look forward to. And tw- I get the wordplay, but. Right, right. Oh, that's a, that's why it's so that's many. too many. That's too many. Yeah. That's, and like. That's dumb. And yeah. And it, it just. You really have to scrape the bottom of the barrel to find legitimate things to be like looking forward to. I don't have a top 22 anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like still building my top 22 albums list probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I generally just cut it off at 20. Yeah. If I, you know, if I go that high. That's a good round number. 
Yeah, it feels it feels nice. You can divide it into quadrants. Unlike twenty two. Well, no, twenty two. Yeah. yeah. Well, twenty two is, is not right. You can divide it in half. Yeah, yeah. There's that. <laughs> math. Math rules. Look forward. I'm looking forward to more math in 2022. You know what? 2022 is a cuter number than 2021. You, you know what? You're right. I agree with that. It's cuter overall. It seems fake. It's going to be more fun to write on our checks. <laughs> you know? seems, seems yeah, sure. It's kind of futury. Yeah. Thanks, guys. The things we all thought we would have by 2022. Everyone always says flying cars, but. Nah. I think we kind of have that, and like I, I don't want one. Yeah, th- that's just never going to happen. They should just have something better than cars. Cars suck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love in, I think it was Minority Report, uh, they had the cars that were like automated, but they were all like on these tracks, and you would just get on and off, and like they would like rocket around. They had like maggots on it. They can go up buildings and shit. Almost so. like if a if a train fucked a roller coaster. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but like the but the but the like but the like car little, is like, like the car has like a gyro, so you're never like you know moving. You know? Oh yeah. Fun. It's yeah, cool. That, that it's good. Nice. Good scene. Yeah. Minority Report. <laughs> that that universe sounds great. Let's move there. No. Yeah. Totally. That's the message of that one. <laughs> so here's. What Newsweek says we should be looking forward to. It's going to be 22 things. We're not going to dwell on each one for a long time. Don't no. worry. New COVID pills coming. Yay. Yeah. I mean, this is good. It's interesting. It'd be better if we could, like, get rid of COVID. But it's it's seeming like yeah. that's not going to be a thing at any yeah. point ever. <sighs> well, I mean, you know, what could what could the government even do except for anything? I, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It just is they're kind of in a tough spot because there's there's just they just don't want to do anything. Well, it's a lot. It's a lot to do. It is. Know? It's a lot of work. And, you know, we didn't get into government to like ha- deal with big problems like this. Yeah. What what would we have them do? First of all, send masks and tests to everyone who has an address. And then <laughs> you can pay everyone to stay home from work and work from home if possible see that's the thing they should have done early on yes yeah yeah yeah. that would have cooled a lot of people out it was it should have been the first thing that they did and then yeah i I just it it would still help now but like it'll take longer for that to to work yeah i mean it would help now but instead we're like uh we should probably start taking those student loan payments again yep what the fuck is that yeah it really is it's like (laughs) biden's trying to not get reelected. it really it really is like the fact that he's like i don't know have the states deal with it i know that i knew this was all happening when i got into this mess but i don't want to deal with it yeah (laughs) he's like a like a i don't know poison pill or whatever to like sabotage the midterms and you know the 2022 midterms and shit like the, the he's just gonna tank any any chance of a democratic future it just seems like he got like you know he's been working toward this his entire life mm-hmm. he's like i've incarcerated so many black people i deserve it <laughs> yes <laughs> And like that was kind of literally his his talking point for a long, long time when it came Mm -hmm. to him in politics. Uh, He didn't say it that way. It was 
I've had my name on every crime bill since the 70s, which was true, including the really, <laughs> yeah. really racist ones. Like a vault. And I feel like he got to the presidency and saw it kind of the same way as I did when I finally got to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, <laughs> which that was a thing I wanted to do my entire life. And the minute I pulled up in the parking lot, I was like, oh, this is going to suck. Like, this is going to be such a huge disappointment. And sure enough, I walked in. It was like being in a, I don't know, a glorified gift shop, but where you couldn't yeah. buy anything. Because mm -hmm. baseball, oh, yeah. so much of baseball is small shit. The ball is small. The bats are small. You're not, like, wowed by anything. Yeah, it's like fucking <laughs> knickknacks and clothes. Uh, and it's in this tiny fucking town in upstate New York called Cooperstown. And, oh, it was just a bummer. And I feel like that's how Joe Biden viewed the presidency. <laughs> I feel like he got there and was like, man, this sucks. Yeah. But, like, of course it does. Yeah, exactly. It should be worse. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have that to do that job and not live in a mansion. Like. Yeah, it, it's like it's it's just wild. We we just should not have a president who wants to be president. That's like the fundamental flaw with our with our system. Uh, we need someone who you know doesn't know anything and ha and comes in and like I don't know stamps a few things, see some. We need a Dave Has some situation. Yeah, we need ourselves a Dave. In, in this country, someone who can come in with a fresh perspective and and really shake things up. I don't know. Well, that's what we have these pills for. They like it says they protect you from covid, but it's actually right. the government they protect you from because exactly. You know. It's it's shit that's going to it's be like, well, you know, take a take a, what a Paxlovid and uh, now you can get back to work. Yeah. And that's what yeah. all this shit is pointing to. All it's, about you know, getting oh, back to work. CDC says we can uh, go back to work after five days. Oh, great. Awesome. Just what we need. Uh, you know, oh, your relative died. You go into work the next day. And they're like, well, well sorry. Now get back to yeah, work. Yeah, dude. My dental assistant poured on me about her husband that died Jesus. three oh. weeks earlier. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, grief doesn't play, pay the bills. Oh. Sorry, you that's just, that's like, no, I mean this USA. this is real shit. It's it's just sickening, you know? It's really, really that's the whole focus of the COVID response, especially right now. Like shit. I mean man. it didn't have to do with COVID, but maybe it did. No, but well, I but, mean, but still, but health, yeah. Oh, I just assumed. Yeah, I also assumed, but you know, it's okay. No, like, it, she later revealed that I'm pretty sure it was suicide, and her and her kids. Well, Jesus, on that's All even. While I'm finding out, I have seven cavities. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is this the night house too? Like <laughs> Jesus, this episode's really getting off to uh, upbeat and positive start, <laughs> just like any list of things to look forward to should. Uh, People tell me things and I can't not no, talk about I, it. I mean, that's <laughs> it, it, if our healthcare system and you know if our just culture didn't she work the way it is. She should take some Pfizer pills, right? Exactly. <laughs> she should take some I like that I have seven lines of notes for this part, and I've been <laughs> trying for like twenty-two minutes to get through them. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. I, no, you don't have to apologize. I'm not <laughs> saying that. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, Pfizer, it's 80, this pill, it's 89% effective in preventing deaths if you take it in time. Uh, must be taken within five days of symptoms. So def 
depending on your health insurance situation, you might not make that. Uh, <laughs> getting to a doctor, getting that appointment, and getting a prescription all in five days, woof, tough. Mm-hmm. But if you got like urgent care money, you'll pull it off. Or maybe if you go to urgent care, they'll say that you have a uh, strep throat and then it'll get your shit all fucked up like me. Oh, really? There could be that <laughs> yes. too. Yeah. It could be that. Shit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But no, get that, get that urgent care. Yeah. Just go to a place called Discount Urgent Care. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> what? I think it was called affordable urgent care. Oh, that would be better. Affordable urgent care is better than discount (laughs) urgent care. It's basically it means the same thing, but the like the you know implications are different. Budget urgent care. (laughs) It's dollar urgent care. You know, ninety nine cent only. But (laughs) everything is a dollar or above. (laughs) Sometimes hundreds above. We'll take Pfizer pills. We'll be fine. Yeah, no, exactly. Take the Pfizer Paxlovid. It just rolls off the tongue. Paxlovid. I like that on this list of things to look forward to, you're assuming these are going in order from least (laughs) anticipated to most. So we got pills that are probably (laughs) going to save thousands of lives in the 22 spot. 21, Adele's Vegas residency. Hey. Hey. I know it's the frowned upon public opinion, but man, I don't give a shit about Adele's music. Like at yeah. all. That's fair. Yeah. I, I like a lot of her stuff. I, I, you know, I don't, she's not an artist that I seek out, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't ever really pop on an Adele album or anything, but like, I like, if a song of hers comes on, I'll, you know, I'll jam to it. Years ago, I remember getting my nails done and they had stuff playing on the TV and it was a video of an Adele concert and it was like her interacting with her fans and giving her yeah. little speeches in between songs. And I was like, this is <laughs> the most I've ever enjoyed Adele. Yeah. She's a bummer. She bums me out, man. She seems like a chill person though. No, I like, mean, as yeah, a person, yeah. yeah, I'm sure she's yeah. great, but. She makes good sad music. Yeah, exactly. It's you know, and 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 you know, it was kind of a wake up call when I when I realized that her new album is called Thirty, uh, and I'm oh, over yeah. thirty, and I'm like, oh, I did not expect that to be a. She's always younger than people think she yeah, is. Yeah, she's she's way young, little baby. And I think Vegas is a good fit for her. Yeah, I think she'll do really well there. I hope so. I want nothing but the best for her. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Me too. Is everyone excited about 5G internet, which just barely nudges out Adele in importance on the world stage? I don't get it. It's faster than it. I have a 5G phone and there must be like 5G towers probably inside my home. Those things are really small. They can put them anywhere. Yeah, I have a 5G phone and I have 5G internet like at my house as my primary thing. And it the weirdest part is that I can't or, you know, without a lot of effort, I can't really plug anything into it with an Ethernet. It's all through Wi-Fi. Oh, I don't like that. But the Wi-Fi, if you, you know, if if your receiver in whatever device you're using is, you know, fairly in the last few years, modern, the Wi-Fi is like crazy strong. Like there's very little uh, loss in, you know, signal. I don't even know if I have 5G. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Like in the little bit, like on the top of your phone next to the bars, it'll say like a 5G or 4G. Oh, I feel like sometimes it says that and sometimes it doesn't. 
Yeah. If you're on Wi-Fi ever, then it won't. Mm, yeah. Uh, you really don't know anything about phones, huh? <laughs> That's okay. No, I <laughs> That's worked fine. a tech support job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that the nice. airline industry is like, hey, can we pump the brakes a bit on 5G so f- so it doesn't cause planes to fall out of the sky? And we're like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are trying to build a metaverse. Thank you very much. I'm ready. I'm ready to enter the metaverse and never come out. I'll just become one. Here's where Newsweek really starts scraping the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) At what, like five? (laughs) A once a decade floral extravaganza. There's there's this meeting or this festival, I don't know, called Floriade, where every 10 years, like a bunch of fucking locusts, these uh, horticulturists and people who grow flowers and whatnot come together in the Netherlands and have a big, big meetup. Why every 10 years? I guess that's like a, you know, even number. It's very neat. You can, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just making shit up. I'm excited for whatever Netflix special they make while they're ah. there that weekend in 2023. Yeah. That's what I, I'm going to get real high and look at so many flowers. Yeah, season two of that <laughs> seven days so out show high. or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah, I, I'm happy. I mean, how could you not be happy for I flower mean, people? I'm happy for them, I get. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's I got the thing. I got, well, I I got know how we're supposed to look forward to it. <laughs> right, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that this is cool, but like, this is this is what you've got for a things to look forward to list. <laughs> I mean, like, especially when you're going to 22. I mean, you could easily lop this one off. How about the Winter Olympics? I love the, it's the only time I'm patriotic. I love the Olympics. (laughs) The Winter Olympics are the best Olympics because women's figure skating is the single best Olympic sport. And women's hurling. Curling is fun to watch. I wish they got to wear fun outfits for the curling like they do for the skating. (laughs) They get to wear the shit they wear to the bar when they practice. That's true. Uh, Yeah, you know, the thing is, like, I love the idea of the Olympics. It's just unfortunately that right now they have more in common with a biblical plague than (laughs) like a sporting event. They just descend upon a a city and strip it of its resources and destroy the people that it, you know, takes the place of. It's just. Yeah, that's that's the thing I've said for a long time about the Olympics. I love it, but I wish they would just do it in one place. It doesn't make any sense. It's a big gentrification force. Yes. It's really just a way for cities to justify busing all of their homeless people to the outskirts of town. Yep. Ugh. Bad times. Just thinking about how they're in L.A. soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2028. <laughs> no Olympics. That won't be the purge at all. No, no. I not be here for that. Oh, really? Because I'm trying to go. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, the luge is great. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the winter sports are fun. Bobsledding. I, I love I love the winter sports. That's the problem. The yeah, snowboarding and- is lit. Yeah, snowboarding rules. The really fast skiing. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. And the big jump, the ski jump. Ah, uh, it is very, it's a very fun spectacle. It is. And now there's all like the X Games type shit in there too, which is all cool. Oh, really? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were doing like... Like the Winter X games, obviously. No, there's like BMX and shit. It's crazy. I knew they'd (laughs) added some of that to the Summer Olympics, so that's interesting. Skateboarding and surfing and stuff. I think that's good. Those things are really physically impressive. Uh, yeah, like that's the thing. We I love having a big, splashy international celebration of unity and, and competition and like all that stuff. I think is great. It's just that it's it's like Galactus, the world eater. You know, it just yes. like fucking devours. But still, I'm a still I'm still gonna watch it. I mean, sure. I watched. Yeah, I watched it in Tokyo. I still order packages from Amazon, but they're also eating the world. No, absolutely. I understand. I'm not judging anyone who's watching the events. I feel judged. (laughs) I'm sorry. And I apologize for that. Don't worry. I'm also judging myself. (laughs) (laughs) Who's excited about the James Webb Space Telescope? Controversial. I'm not. I'm not that interested. Yeah, it's one that I, you know have not been familiar with i've kind i used to be like very up on new space stuff but as it's become more and more privatized it just kind of bums me out to stay in the loop with yeah it's somehow traveling back in time i don't like that we're gonna start like fucking with timeline shit i'm not no it'll be good nothing nothing bad could ever I, what, what's the worst that could happen so yeah. much no it'll be fine i hope they kill baby hitler on the way like they're supposed to specifically baby hitler not like right on the cusp of power adult hitler <laughs> right not on purpose though the time machine just crashes through his room and <laughs> splatters him like they, they're like oh hey well, take that baby try for that one <laughs> take someone on the land exactly yeah. that's amazing that's funny but yeah it's gonna go back and take pictures of some of these stars and galaxies that were involved in the big bang that's the thing what it means i mean i you know i don't know if we anybody gives a shit what it means by traveling back in time is it's just going to be so fucking powerful that it's going to be able to find stars like you know closer to like the furthest away that you could possibly get and that you know as you know light has a speed limit and so the further back you look the further back in time you're you you know are seeing and so hopefully if you can see far than this enough out you can like like they're saying like see you know things that were happening close to the beginning of the universe yeah it's just gonna look like stars to me like yeah i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) but like you know they're special stars and like yeah yeah. it it, it, all what matters is the context that an expert can give you well i don't listen to science and experts well i I know you do your own research exactly (laughs) but only about space everything else i trust people inherently about right They have blockbuster art exhibits, but what they actually just mean is you can go to museums again, and then they list a couple. There is one in L.A. that they list that, I mean, it sounds interesting. I just went to a museum on Monday. Ooh. I love museums. I I also love museums. They're so nice. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, They're like, here, go to this place. Your only job is to look at stuff. Yeah, exactly. great. Yeah, it, it, it's wonderful. I, I yeah, I, a big supporter of museums. I think, you know, blockbuster art exhibits, it's going to be tough. You know, I, I, I feel like things are probably going to get a lot tighter 
uh, in the next year. So who knows? But like as far as yeah, as far as pandemic restrictions and stuff. Yeah, that that part's going to be interesting. But, you know, I love a cool art exhibit. I haven't been to an art museum in, in a while. I, I love them. I went to the Cholule Glass Museum in Seattle when I was Ooh. there. And oh, yeah. Man, that fucking rules. Like glass art and stuff? Yeah, it's one specific artist named Dale Cholule. And he does oh, these cool. elaborate, like, glass installations that take up wow. entire rooms. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. And there's an outdoor part where he has his shit set up outside because it's glass. Oh, you can do that. And the light hits it all. Yeah. I love a cool installation like that. I like, yeah, I, I the coolest place, coolest art museum I ever went to is the Tate Modern in London, mm. which is just fucking incredible. Like it, the building itself is so wild. And then the, there were things like a light bulb in the middle of a room and then like these scattered objects like making up a like objects from a room like making it up and shadows on the wall this is great stuff love we love, love art. it sounds we love art. in this house we love art and, yeah exactly <laughs> who's excited about a harry potter reunion special on hbo max yeah. I, don't give a, I don't give a shit about harry potter i'm sorry this, this to me feels like if the smiths were like we're gonna reunite to talk about Ugh. being in the Smiths in the 80s on HBO. Ugh. It's like, well, you get to do a concert and make an album. Yeah. I don't want you to fucking <laughs> get together and chit chat. I'm way more interested in like everything else Daniel Radcliffe has ever made. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes. I like him. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. I really uh, like he's one of my favorite young actors. I think he's, he's really good. You think J.K. Rowling's going to be there? <sighs> I don't think so, because basically everyone in the cast hates her. Yeah. I really hope not. I don't like her, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, no one on the podcast likes her. No, yeah, I know. I I mean, speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) It just bums me out that, like, now my HBO Max subscription payment is going to partially go to her for however long this deal lasts. (laughs) And like, that sucks. I don't like that because I've been pretty good about not because whatever. That's such an easy property for me to cut out of my life. I will say the one of the biggest bummers, like movie going bummers of the year for me was going to see The Matrix Resurrections in an IMAX theater. And immediately before the film, they played a trailer for one of the new Harry Potter movies. Oh, I saw that trailer before West Side Story. This is, uh, I'm going to say, like, you know, I know I'm not offended, but, like, I don't yeah, like this. Yeah, it's, it's especially fucked up for the Matrix movies. It is yes, especially fucked up exactly. for the Matrix. It yeah. is especially fucked up for the That's Matrix. That's what I I'm saying. That after I said something. No, yeah, I mean, it's fucked up regardless, but, like, I, it just was like, man, I'm so stoked for this big budget movie directed by a, one of my favorite directors who's also a trans woman, and mm-hmm. then, boom. Oh. Yeah. It was just a little sour taste. 100%. Fuck Harry Potter, you know, whatever. I guess, you know, if you liked it as a kid, I like I have positive associations with it, but yeah, this sounds like a bore, this fucking reunion. Sounds like none of them want to be there, even though I've seen nothing about it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's probably just to promote. Aren't they making a movie of that play, The Cursed Child? Oh, and they're doing a Dumbledore movie. I know that. That's what I saw the trailer for. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the Fantastic Beast one. Anyway, let's talk about cookies. 
How about a new Girl Scout cookie? Anyone excited for that? It sounds good. They're called Adventurefuls, and they are a brownie-like cookie topped with a caramel-flavored cream and a hint of sea salt, and I say, fuck yes. Yes. I love a little sea salt. Also, mm-hmm. apparently there's a French toast cookie now, which mm. I'm A-OK with, but oh, mm. man, why do they still make them so hard to get? You can order online, but yeah. you have to know a Girl Scout who will give right. you access to order them online. Well, because like the whole, like, you know, they've kind of become a huge phenomenon as far as like cult foods or I don't even know what, what you would call it, but like. It's like a nostalgic food. Well, but. Yeah, it's a nostalgic food, and they're good cookies, but, like, the whole point of the Girl Scout cookies, you know, in in its origins is to foster a sense of, like, community in these girls and get them to go out and sell cookies to their neighbors. And, like, you know, if you take the Girl Scout out of that equation, then it kind of... uh, you know, totally undermines that mission. And I think that's No, that's fine, because then I get cookies way easier. Okay, yeah, then that's great. But, you know, and I'm sure there should be a... I'm sure there's a way to, like, square that circle. But, like, I do think it's important to... Like, I don't know. I don't have any investment in the Girl Scouts, but like, yeah, I don't. It I does don't seem like an important lesson. I don't. Either. I was a Girl Scout and I hated it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, just I'm just joking. No, we totally. Should, I, know, I know. I mean, I want these fucking cookies, but no, yeah, I get I, it. I had, the fr- I had the French toast one. I don't think it was very good. Duly noted. I'll skip it. They are kind of expensive for as small as the boxes are. This new one sounds really yeah. good. And, you know, and I was in the Boy Scouts and we sold popcorn and it was the worst fucking popcorn mm. that you uh, have ever had in your entire life. So it was impossible to sell. I didn't make it to Boy Scouts. I was in Cub Scouts and I had a falling out with my troop. And I was like, well, if this was this, this is what hanging out with motherfuckers is going to be like. I'm just going <laughs> to go solo my entire life. I made that yeah. decision in like third or fourth grade. Yeah, I don't I don't want to make it sound like I was in there for long. <laughs> I just was in it and I sold. I was going to say I was only a brownie technically. With what we know <laughs> about the Boy Scouts now, I'm very glad you weren't in there long. That was a high risk environment. <laughs> it was run by a friend of mine's dad. I don't, I, last thing I want to do is impugn a guy i have not talked to in 30 years or whatever me and jessica will okay that's fine i'll do it also they changed their lemon cookie and i'm angry about it oh i don't like that well they got two now they used to have they don't have the lemon sandwich one anymore yeah i saw i thought i thought i saw it do they have it i've only seen the one with the like hard lemon cream on the bottom Mm. and that's not what i'm looking for but that one's all right too yeah i like the sandwich lemon because I like to make a double stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. That's my. Let's talk about some nerd shit. <laughs> yes. We're going to walk on the moon again. <sighs> we know how the Apollo 18 mission yes. ended. There of is a full documentary about it that was yeah. released in theaters. It's a terrible tragedy. Yeah. I can't imagine a worse fate than getting torn apart by moon rock monsters yeah those moon rock spiders have we figured out no fix for that or are we just going back i like this is a personal reason why i will never go to the moon because we got enough fucking spiders here yeah it seems irresponsible they're really putting these astronauts lives in at risk but like did they not see the movie 
Documentary. Thank you. Doc, uh, the, the movie, documentary. Is it just that movie. they want to create Olivia. a distraction? Is Olivia. it just a distraction? It, it might be. They found the footage, okay? Okay, so yeah, you're it's right. It's a documentary, right. not okay. a movie. Well, the, but the, a documentary is a kind of movie. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. A documentary is a kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Je- Jessica, have you seen the footage of the Apollo 18 mission? <laughs> Yeah, I think I saw. I think I saw the documentary film about it. The yeah. documentary movie, one might say. Of course, of course. I saw. I saw it in a Hollywood <laughs> feature horror film. Yeah, called Apollo Eighteen. Yeah, uh, that movie sucked and uh, I made did no not money. Hate it. I actually. I didn't hate it. It had fucking rock spiders in it, but like. But I was also high out of my mind on synthetic yeah. weed. Wait, have I seen what the fuck you guys are talking about? It doesn't seem like it. It made like <laughs> what twenty bucks in theaters. Like, yeah, it didn't no. do great. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, calling it Apollo eighteen was a terrible fucking idea because who knows? Like that that what like. No one, very few people, I would bet you, know which number was the last Apollo mission. Right. Yeah, they, they were banking on people really having some NASA knowledge. Jesus. There's no one in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no one in it. They're all dead now. They got eaten by moon Isn't rock spiders. also a documentary about what actually happens? I feel like I've seen a documentary about... Well, there was plenty no... of documentaries yeah, about that, the moon okay, landing. So I assumed that's what you guys were talking about. <laughs> but there's no, there was no Apollo 18. Right. At least that's what the government wants you to believe. Allegedly. Because... I hate you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Every time, the, every time the moon or moon landings come up, we have to talk about Apollo 18. Yeah, it's mandatory. So yeah, we're going back to the moon. That's cool. I just... <laughs> Again, I just am so bummed out by the corporatization of space. It just is a thing that really bums me the fuck out. As someone who's always wanted to go to space, this sucks. Yeah, well, the idea behind it is actually it's a series of missions to establish a sustainable presence on the moon because the Earth is dying. (laughs) Yeah. The moon does not seem like even an okay alternative option. What, what, wait, what about what about the conditions on the moon make you think that? Is it the fact that <laughs> yeah. there's a void outside? It's all of them. It's all of the conditions. What if the dark side is nice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I bet that's right. Yeah, but it's a garden world. Neil Armstrong heard music there. So, well, there you go. You know, so someone's back there playing the fiddle. They're like having a good time. Uh, yeah, the moon is a terrible place to colonize. On the moon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think the moon is where people who don't have the financial means to live on Mars. Yeah. Are going to have to well, be. That's the expanse. If, if, if you have either of you read any of the expanse books, I have not. No. They're they're really good books. The TV show is okay, but the the books are really good. And that's like a thing is you know like some people live on the moon and you know it's just kind of shitty. And then like everybody living on asteroids and shit. But the thing that I think that the moon will actually be if we do anything like that in the next hundred years is going to be Ad Astra. Have you have you guys seen Ad Astra with Brad Pitt? No, no, I've, I've heard that title though. Guys, I've heard it's good. I just haven't seen. Very it. good. There is a car chase on the moon in that movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then <laughs> and, and then Brad Pitt fights a baboon in space. Oh fuck yeah! All was right, it, adding it to the list. Was it driving it, it, the other car that? No, I wish. But 
It fucking rules. It's like it's a lot more meditative in other moments than that, but like it's just as cool. But like in that, the the moon is like an airport, like everywhere, every part of it. You know, there's like those same airport signs for like uh, uh, airlines and like all that shit. It just is so grounded and real. And like all the restaurants are like shit, like mall food court shit, and it's good. It's really good. Gets a lot across in a little time. Added it to my list. And we're almost there. Thanks yeah. to our, our renewed interest in getting to the moon. Yeah, we're almost to that wonderful future. We don't always go to the moon when we need a distraction from what's going on on Earth. <laughs> what's going on? So many things, Adam. And you know more of them than I do. Because I don't <laughs> the news. Well, let's bring the room back up. Yes. By talking about something <laughs> that I'm assuming we are all making making plans for the heading just says business gatherings make a comeback and what these lunatics are acting like we should be excited about is the world economic forum in davos and the annual berkshire hathaway investors meeting in omaha nebraska so everyone get excited for all of the richest people in the world to get together and talk about how they're going to stay the richest people in the world. My God, it's going to be fun. I like to go to media week. There's all sorts of events out front. You see celebrities. It's a good parties. All the parties at Davos. Come on. I mean, I know you like Newsweek, but it seems like maybe they're not able to read the room. (laughs) Uh, is this like an ironic list (laughs) that might be true i mean is there like like a nudge and a wink in this article that we didn't quite pick up no it's like a buzzfeed listicle (laughs) imagine being the one person reading this and then getting to this entry and you're like finally something for me (laughs) but also you're poor it's like, come God. on. God, like, it, like, just this line. It's talking about uh, an extravaganza hosted in person by Warren Buffett. Woo! A it fucking says, Margaritaville, quote, though. No, wrong. <laughs> wrong Buffett. That's Jimmy's brother. Quote, <laughs> Wall Buffett 91 has said he has no plans to retire. <laughs> Life might disagree. Is this not, that is just the sickness of this earth. Like these fucking old decrepit skeletons. The one resource we want to die off refuses. Jesus. So yeah, everyone get your tickets now. Use code unpops at checkout to save 15% on a three day pass. I will tell you when I saw this uh, business gatherings make a comeback, I was like, well, I have been working in production for over a year now. Maybe I'll finally get a rap party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a business gathering. <laughs> that's true. But no, unfortunately, bigger things are on their mind. We're probably not going to have yet yeah, more important things. We're probably not going to get a rap party. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I've never had one. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> The prom of the TV industry. Hey, Dolly Parton's first novel is coming out. I don't even have nice. notes for this. I love Dolly Parton. I love her music. I'm not going to read this novel. I would get her audiobook. If she reads the audiobook. If she reads yeah. the audiobook, I might get that. 
like how that sounds like instant dopamine to me. Yeah. Is like listening to Dolly Parton read me a book about her life where she's like, I just like the trashiest girl in town. Right. And I'm like, but it's it's yes, a novel. Yes, I don't Mom. think it's a I don't think it's a book no, about her life. It's a it? thriller. Oh, yeah. it's a thriller? It's gonna be yeah, like John Grisham I'll listen to read anything. Because it's co-written by James, pa- or, you know, co-written by James Patterson, meaning he he wrote it. So basically. did she just come up with an idea for a story? And then I, probably. It. it takes place in Dollywood. Yeah. James Patterson writes a, about 30 novels a year. And I do believe almost every time he collaborates with someone, it's actually him or one of his team of writers mm. uh, who write under the name James Patterson doing most of the work i'm sure she contributes stuff then you know i love dolly but no i'm not gonna read it no. yeah i'm happy for her. this next yeah. one i don't know how they justify putting this on a list of things to look forward to no more crazy tiktok challenges and then the only thing they reference is the <laughs> milk crate challenge as if we're all longing for the days when the milk crate challenge was a thing oh yeah did everyone hear? I, I know I said this on uh, another podcast recently. We've talked about it. But Olivia, have you heard about the Amazon Echo Challenge thing that happened? <laughs> oh, is that the thing where you... Uh, no, I no, I don't. This, I can't even guess. This kid and her mom were doing like physical challenges at home just for kicks and giggles. Mm-hmm. And they ran out of ideas. So the kid said, Amazon, give me a physical challenge. And Amazon said plug an outlet into the wall and then pull it back halfway out and then lay a penny on the exposed prongs. And it, what? it, it was real. Yeah. Like Amazon apologized real. for it. And what happened is Alexa got it from an article about people doing that challenge. But the article was like, this is a terrible idea. You'll probably die if you do it. And Alexa was like, Sounds uh, good. Yeah, those are the keywords. Th- do this it, is kid. how this is how the digital intelligence uprising happens. This is it. Which takes us to our next entry on the list. Cool new tech gadgets, which they just had it was just Apple glasses. Like uh-huh. not a single I mean Google briefly put out glasses, but I don't Yeah. I don't the, I don't want this. I don't want this to be a thing. Yeah, I think I mean, you know, and Apple has you know, done revolutionary designs in the past that have totally made people reimagine like a thing that seemed dumb and, you know, pointless or whatever. But I don't know. I don't I don't think this kind of integrated uh, augmented reality tech is going to be very viable until it's a lot smaller and uh, less obtrusive. So when it's a chip in our brain. Right. Yeah. Exactly. People to take too much pride in how they look to wear the Apple glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Unless they look great. And like, there's always the possibility that they'll look great and there'll be some sort of way to integrate it with your real glasses. And then everyone will look great in the exact same way. Cool. Apple well, is such a fucking cult. Yeah, I no, I don't disagree. I'm not saying <laughs> that I that I necessarily like it. I just... I don't know. I, I I don't dislike the concept of having a, some sort of augmented reality, you know, device that, you know, there's a lot of real life applications where that can be useful. But the problem is that I just don't know that our technology, maybe it has advanced that far, but I don't think yeah. we're there yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, we will. Yeah, absolutely. We should probably 
blow through some of these. The World Cup in Qatar. I've done an yeah. episode about the World Cup. It is a fucking human rights crisis. Yes. Yeah. Talk about something that's a plague. Yeah. Uh, if you give people grief about watching the Olympics and then you watch the World Cup. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Mm hmm. The World Cup, this one in particular, is one of the worst ever. Because normally yeah. you'll hear stories where it's like, oh, 10 people died building the Winter Olympics in Sochi. This, It's like thousands of people have died building uh. the infrastructure for this. And they're mostly like uh, quasi-slaves. Yeah. There's uh, this program in Qatar called uh, the Kafala System. And look it up. It's it's uh, just like a step below slavery, if it's even a step below. <laughs> it's like a sidestep. Yeah, the weird thing about Qatar, their population is uh, 2.6 million, at least as of 2017. Right, very Three, small country. 300,000 of them are Qatari citizens. And the rest are primarily people there working under the kafala system. Of course. So that's definitely not an uprising waiting no. to happen. And uh, maybe it'll happen during the World Cup where people will be playing 90, 90 to 117 <laughs> minute soccer matches because no one knows how the timing works in that <laughs> in the middle of the desert heat. Yeah, I, I feel like there's a this one of the many powder keg situations that is kind of waiting for a violent uprising to happen. It just feels like a lot of things are kind of building to that this year. Yeah. A lot of systems are kind of coming to a head. And mm -hmm. yeah, the fact that it's going to be so fucking hot, like not only the people so who are hot. building it are going to die. I mean, how many players are going to die from That's the thing. The a lot stroke. of players have been like, can we move this? But if they move Seriously. it, it's, it's going to interfere with, like actual professional soccer. Right. So it's like, but like, what do you do? But like, why did they agree to put it in the fucking desert anyway? That's what we I'm saying. Know. Like, after it's been started, I mean, I guess you can't really stop that ball from rolling. But like, it should never have been considered in the first. It's just insane. Yeah. To do. Fuck the World Cup. Yep. On the bright side, the Grand Egyptian Museum is opening. This is another one where uh, Newsweek, you think I'm making it to Egypt to check this out? <laughs> like, this is another read the room thing. I'm sure it's right. cool. I would go yeah. there if I was in Egypt. The Queen's Platinum Jubilee, fuck off. Yeah, yeah fuck all the way off. Couldn't care less. Yeah, who? seriously, I can't, who, who gives a shit other than some of the weirdest fucking Brits you'll ever meet? Yeah, I imagine even for the most part, people in England are like, fuck oh, yeah. all, or however they say it over there. Fuck off. Yeah. There you go. That was a good one. Fuck off. <laughs> Another reach. Wall Street debuts. And they're just talking about some of the most evil companies having IPOs. This one, this one was wild. So you're not, you're not at all looking forward to the Instacart IPO. I, I, I felt like I was like having some sort of dissociative episode when this popped up on the things to look forward to in 2022 <laughs> list. Like who, oh my God, who cares? I told you it's ironic. It's an ironic <laughs> list. Yeah. Lots of it seemed that way. Uh, yeah, Discord, Impossible Meats, Stripe, Instacart. I mean, I guess they're not all evil, but... No, they're not all evil, but congratulations, guys. You're joining into a fraternity of blood. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> this one is very good. It's called the Federal No Surprises Act. I had heard uh -huh. nothing about this, but I worked in health insurance for a lot of years, and there's this thing 
that happens where you'll go to a doctor, you've gotten it all cleared, the doctor is in your network, but say you're having an outpatient procedure and you have to have anesthesia, they bring in their usual anesthesiologist and unbeknownst to you, that person's not in your network. So what happens is you have the procedure as usual and then you get a bill for the entire anesthesia. Jesus. which is going to be like 1000 1500 something crazy like that. God. This is meant to stop that from happening. Under this act, health insurance companies still have to pay some of those charges at yeah. least. And uh that's a good thing. That yeah. our, our healthcare system is so 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 broken. Oh yeah. So uh, broken. So it, it, even a minor improvement like this is It's the it's the equivalent it's good and it, but it's kind of the equivalent of that meme where the guy like slaps the ta- tape on the hole that's in yeah. the giant jug of water. Like, yeah, that's good. And it's fixing a thing that, you know, sh- probably shouldn't exist in the first place. But hey, at least at least it's fixed. For, but Are yeah, you implying it, it, health insurance shouldn't be for profit? Yeah, I am. Mm, that is <laughs> controversial. Woof. Yeah. I can't. I can't really joke that one. I'm. A, yeah. No. I am. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, next thing on the list: sequels galore. And this is just. We're going to talk about movies in a minute, so we can skip yeah. that one. Minimum wage increases. Lots of those happening around the country. That's good. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. very good. And then the number one thing on their list: the metaverse. Which don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about the metaverse. The thing is, this is the longest entry on this on this list. It is, it's, yeah. It's three full paragraphs long. None of it really explains what metaverse means. Hate it. I hate like it. for for the average user and like what what form it will take, like how you'll interface with the metaverse. Like you don't there's nothing. I don't know anything about this shit. I don't want to learn. I'm not going to like I'm not going to do my own research, but like if I'm reading this shit, this is supposed to be something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I re- I read an article that said something along the lines of imagine instead of a Zoom meeting, you put on a headset and now you and all your coworkers are in like a room that looks like a video game. One of you looks like a rabbit. One of you is yeah. a Rastafarian for some reason. Right. And it's like, wow, I don't want that. You can't get the joy of like your animal that's in your room. Right. <laughs> you're like <laughs> that, this really nice space you've created for yourself to be like Zen. It's like, nope, you're in the office. You know, with Zoom, you know, it feels kind of impersonal because you're looking at a screen and not to the other person, you know, not your the person that you're actually talking to. And so the way to improve that is definitely to then remove the ability to see your face while you're having the meeting. Like yeah. no one can see your face anymore. Isn't that better? Yeah. <laughs> you're, now you're a fox or whatever. Hate it. <laughs> If you're shy on a Zoom call, I guess the the world is being catered to your needs. Congratulations. Also, I have a VR headset and that shit is fine. And I've and I've looked around in like one of the VR like meeting room things and they're fucking weird. And also those headsets are uncomfortable as shit. They sure are. They look uncomfortable. Like, speaking of Apple Glass, like, Jesus, these are like 10 Apple Glasses stacked on top of each other. If it were, like, form-fitted to, like, 3D glasses or something, then maybe. 
I feel like it also like makes me seasick. It, it does for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And there's all these commercials now of people wearing them and doing things that require you to move around. Yeah. When I would wear them, I felt like a person who had a fear of heights who all of a sudden had to cross like a really high bridge. <laughs> like it's just like someone hold my arms. I can't yeah. I can't move. Like I don't know how you're mobile when you're not seeing like I don't have the twenty five feet of open space in my home that I need to safely play this thing without putting my hand through a television. I mostly prefer the ones that you're sitting, you're able to sit for. Well, yeah, but like, me too. <laughs> but, but like, I, I don't, I don't struggle with motion sickness and I, I have no problem if I have the space walking around a space while in the virtual world or whatever. But the idea of using that as a f- way to have like real conversations with another person is just mind boggling. There's just no way that that's going to happen. Yeah, I exclusively used it to watch movies, which is kind of a cool experience. It's so good to watch movies, especially 3D movies. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it's it's the best 3D movie at home experience that you can get because it's like you're in the perfect seat in the movie theater at the perfect yeah. distance back. And because of how the VR works, you no matter what you do with your head or your eyes, the picture on the screen is always perfectly in 3D. It's like yeah. it's really great. That seems dope. I do. It I is. would try that. Yeah, I used to. I used to use the moon setting, so it was like you were mm, watching yeah. a movie on the moon. The one thing that always weirded me out, if you look to the left, there was always an empty seat. And like I I would watch a horror movie and just look to the left and (laughs) imagine there was finally going to be a person there like, hey. Right. That's terrifying. Not to uh, uh, this won't be a long VR tangent, but if you watch VR on Hulu, uh, especially around October, they have like a haunted house setting and a bunch of other like horror themed settings that you can watch stuff on and it will do things like, you know, have something creepy happen around and, or like a doll will like come in on the, on the tricycle or something. You know, it's fun. It's goofy. That sounds neat. That's neat. All right. Should we talk about the music stuff? We might have to skip one of these lists. (laughs) This episode is going to be very long. I mean, music would be the one that I would, if we're voting. <laughs> the one but you would skip? Just because, yeah, I, I, mo- I just didn't have a lot of reactions yeah. to a lot of this. We'll skip that one. So, uh, I, yeah, sure. I mean, or if there's a highlight, maybe we could say a highlight. No, it's fine. Okay. I didn't. I just saw I opened it and saw Britney Spears is releasing new music and that's exciting for me. No, totally. But like that's, that's kind of it. I think that's actually not happening anymore. Also, because oh. she also just came out and said something like making not making music is my way of saying fuck you. Oh, that's fine, too. She should do whatever the fuck she wants to do. I disagree. I feel like someone needs to be put over <laughs> her to make decisions. Adam, for Adam. Her. what? I can't say that. What? You're going to get canceled. Oh. Uh, I also, I Your really hope are that, so intense. <laughs> I, I, I really hope that the uh, documentary about Janet Jackson in the Super Bowl is like very anti Timberlake. I really want that oh, to be the case. It's uh, gonna, there's one on Hulu right now that's about it. That's very anti Timberlake. 
And so, yeah, so that's the other thing on that list that I'm like, oh, yeah, I will watch that. Yeah, Justin Timberlake looks terrible in the documentary that's on Hulu. I forgot this happened, but Janet Jackson got some kind of icon award from MTV. And one of the other fuck sticks from NSYNC was like reading the stuff on the teleprompter as they were supposed to. And Justin Timberlake just kept going, yeah, and she's fine, too. Uh. Like He did that like 15 times. And it's like, man, shut up. That guy sucks. So, yeah. What a tool. The BBC Music Preview, we'll link to it. It it really had, like, once I saw Robbie Williams, I knew I had picked the wrong list. Because that <laughs> that's going to mean nothing to people over yeah. here. Unless- I, I don't know. I don't know Robbie Williams. Unless you uh, watch the Hunt for the Skinwalker documentary, weirdly enough. He sure does pop up in that. Is that about looking for a werewolf? It's about the uh, Skinwalker Ranch where all the Skinwalkers oh. live. <laughs> you know, I am so gone. Uh, yeah, you gotta I'm look lost. It up. I tell you. Yeah, look it up. Watch it. It's a, It's this area in, I want to say Nevada, but I could be wrong. But it's this ranch and the guy who owned it for a long time was like, yeah, I see fucking monsters and portals to other worlds and all kinds of weird shit here. And there's like shows and documentaries about investigating it. Very weird. Mm-hmm. Very weird. Well, that's what happens when you name your ranch after, you know, a Native American legend about a. a I don't think werewolf. it was named that. <laughs> I think it had a different name and now they just call it Skinwalker. I'm just saying. Ranch. I'm just saying. That's asking for trouble. <laughs> Not wrong. Let's see what New Zealand thinks we have to look forward to when it comes to movies. There is an outlet called Stuff. The reason I picked uh, this list is it didn't have 75 movies on it. Like oh, sure. <laughs> a lot of others did. I, I, I wanted to see what happens when you really synthesize it down. Yeah. And uh, it's not good. No. No. We'll go through these quick. Uh, stop me if there's one you care about. Morbius. Yeah. Morbius. I don't know. I'll watch it, but I definitely didn't like the trailer. <laughs> it seemed bad. After Daniel. seeing Jared Leto in House of Gucci, I don't need to see him in anything ever again. Oh, you did not like Jared Leto in House of Gucci? We'll get into it. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right, that's fine. I mean, he's he's so good. It's me, Jared Leto. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a spicy a garment. <laughs> How about Moonfall? From Independence Day director Roland Emmerich. Look, it seems like Roland Emmerich might be kind of a creep, which which sucks. It seems like he's a real pal with Brian Singer. But the man makes a fucking disaster movie. Yeah. He just makes the fuck out of him. He's the best disaster movie guy we got. No one else is even really coming close. Uh, I like Greenland from uh, from like 2021. I liked Greenland a lot. Greenland was really great, but it's like a different vibe. It's obviously yeah. not doing the Emmerich thing. And this is about the moon crashing into Earth. And I think it's probably like an alien spaceship or something, too. But I'll watch it. It looks fucking dope. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Eh. You know what's <laughs> not on this list? The new Jackass movie. That is. Wow. <laughs> that is a huge thing to leave out because that movie is one I of my most it's anticipated. Coming out in between yeah. these two movies that are just popped up. That's true. It's coming out right around my birthday. And I want to see Jackass for my birthday. Oh, yeah. I've loved every Jackass movie. They're, they're all great. All great. <laughs> they're all so great. Good. <laughs> they're all great. And they're all amazing theater experiences. Yeah. I've never seen one in theaters. Oh, really? I want 
Oh. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun. It's so good. I, I, I don't seen think the I first have. One. If I did, I was a kid. So I don't. Yeah. Seeing the first one in theaters was fucking wild. Loved it. February 17th, Uncharted. Tom <sighs> Holland and Mark Wahlberg finally team up <sighs> for an action-adventure film <laughs> inspired by the long-running PlayStation game series. I yeah. don't fucking care about I don't this. care. I, I, I love the Uncharted games. They're, they're, Does- they're great. It seems like the trailer shows the whole movie. Yeah, well, definitely. But also, yeah. it, it just, I love the games, and I don't expect a, an adaptation to be, like, 100% faithful, because that would suck, too. But, like, Tom, I don't like Tom Holland. Sorry. I, I just don't like him at all as an actor. I, I don't think he's good. You're allowed. I think he plays himself most of the time. Right. And, like, yeah. and he is just such the wrong vibe for this character you need someone like i know they're doing a prequel or whatever but like you need someone who's a little older someone who actually feels like they could like kill somebody (laughs) and like and mark Wahlberg just does not have mustache and cigar energy and that's all you need for silly he doesn't and so you know it it just is a bummer i'll watch it this is how i feel about a lot of these movies but like it just yeah bums me out how about the Batman, March 3rd? Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Yeah. I'm so excited because the only thing about Batman is all aesthetics. And yeah. Robert Pattinson has the perfect perfect aesthetics. The jawline that I don't give a shit. Absolutely. He's such a good I'm actor. I'm so here for yeah. it. I love it. He's such a great he, actor. What is it, Good Times? He's good so time. good. And like, uh, you know, of course, The Lighthouse. And the like, lighthouse, he's had so many yeah. great roles in the last few years. I love him as an actor. I just rewatched all the Twilight movies this year. <laughs> Those first two, the second one especially is like a really good movie. <laughs> I really was surprised. No, no, no. Rewatch it. With distance, it's really good. <laughs> but he's so good in them until he's the end great. where he's like kind of sick of it. But like. But no, he commits. And he's such a creep. Like he's yeah. so good at playing a weirdo and a creep. And I love the idea of him playing like Bruce Wayne. It's like a such a good match. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it'll be really fun. Oh, and Paul Dano is yeah, the Riddler. Yeah, Paul Dano. I was gonna say oh. I like Paul Dano a lot too. I love Paul Dano. He's a fucking weirdo. As much as I think, and and Colin Farrell is the Penguin who rules. I love Colin Farrell, but I, we'll see how it's hard to be as good as Danny DeVito. Well, he's not. He's obvi- He's going to do something <laughs> very different. I he's not going to. I imagine he's not going to constantly have black goo dripping out of his mouth for the entire movie. I just love Danny DeVito. As but he is going to be like four foot eight. But yeah, yeah, the only thing that I don't like about what I've seen from the trailer is as cool as the car that they picked for the Batmobile is, it, it's a very cool car. I, I don't, you know, I kind of want Batman to have like a, like a car, like a Batmobile, you know, like a, yeah, I mean, I don't remember talking about aesthetics, you know, like shit. It's a Hyundai accent. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I am. Is yeah, it's, an, <laughs> it's a Toyota accent. Escort. That's exactly what I have. No one has ever referenced that accent <laughs> in my whole life. That is what we do I'm here. Like, what kind of car do you have? I'm like, I'm an accent. <laughs> the Lost City, March 17th. Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Channing Tatum doing something like this. He needs a he needs a job like this. 
Yeah. He does. Yeah, a, a comedic action advance. That's all he does. No, it's not. He hasn't done much of anything recently, but like. You're right. But that's where he shines. That's where he shines is the action comedy. But it's also like a romance. Like the idea is it's like he's like a, a character from a romance novelist. And so from a romance novel and so i don't know it's it's kind of like a uh of course i'm uh gonna blank on the uh robert zemeckis uh you know uh michael douglas movie uh people who uh, will know what i'm talking about it's about an author anyway i'm blanking on the name but i'm just looking forward to that i think uh i think that'll be good i'm hoping that'll be good i like janet tatum i think he's funny i love Channing tatum he's great the first magic mike movie is so fucking good it's so good. It's so funny. It's so good. I, I do love the second though. Also, I think it's yeah. I think it's a really good movie fun. too. That scene where he goes into the bank to get a loan to start a driftwood yeah. business, and he's already got a huge stack of cash. It's like mm-hmm. start it with that. It's a driftwood. I loved it. <laughs> uh, Downton Abbey two. March twenty okay. fourth. Yeah, I don't give a shit. I did watch one season of the show and I liked it, but. I can't yeah. like Are there going to be subtitles on the movie? If not, I cannot watch it. Wow. The, the accents are too thick. I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks pretty. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be pretty. And other than that, I didn't. I don't yeah. give a did shit. you did you watch Downton Abbey? Because no, I, I didn't did. watch any of it. Yeah. So I'm excited for this next one, though. Oh, turning yeah. red. April 7th. Pixar's latest animated feature. It looks cute. It looks so cute. I saw it looks really yesterday. cute. It looks so cute. Yeah. Teen Wolf, but a red panda. <laughs> oh, that's a great description. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Teen Wolf, but it's a little girl and it's a red panda. Yeah, it turns into a red panda. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I love that. It, she even the plays design... basketball. It's just like Teen Wolf. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. And the red panda is so fucking cute. The, the design is so adorable. And she has her little girl gang. And they're all so cute. <laughs> I'm really excited for that movie. No, it's it's going to be good. Anyone watch Teen Wolf lately? I watched no, it recently no. for a list cast. <laughs> I've only seen the movie. That, no, I'm talking about the movie. Yeah. Oh, I have not seen it recently. Because well, they made a show, too. Yeah, no, I saw the the movie again recently, and there is this insane scene where his best friend, I don't remember what Michael J. Fox's name was in that movie, the fucking wolf. (laughs) He keeps trying to get his friend's attention because he's like, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. And the friend's like, you're not gay, are you? And he's like, no, I'm a werewolf. And the friend's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) The 80s. (laughs) <laughs> we love the 80s <laughs> fantastic beast the secret of dumbledore april 7th i don't give a Boo. Fuck. i think we all don't give a shit right yeah, yeah. i will say though <laughs> getting rid of johnny depp is a good idea just from a creative standpoint and mads mickelson's a good replacement but it's just it just goes back to how silly it was in the first movie where apparently johnny depp was disguised as colin farrell like why would you do that why not just have it be colin farrell like, just have Colin Farrell play the guy instead of having to do all this shit. I have no I idea what we're talking one, about. Yeah. 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 I saw the first one. It was several years ago. It, it came out in what? Like 2012 or something? Jesus. Or 2014? How about The Northman, April 21st? Yeah. Ah, I hated The Witch. I'm sorry. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't. I liked it. it. I liked The I, Lighthouse, but I the like witch. The Lighthouse, too. 
I was well, too high when I saw the lighthouse at the movies, well, though. No sense. Because thing. it was hard to understand <laughs> what they were saying. Like no. the whole. <laughs> that wasn't the weed. <laughs> no, but it made it so much harder. Like, yeah, like they yeah. would give whole speeches, and I was like, okay, got that he had a brother. <laughs> yes, that's the experience, though. Like, I, I'm telling you, yeah. I love that movie. I really like The Witch. I think it's really good. I was gonna say the Northman has a scars guard in it. I like yes. the scars guards. I don't know who's who, but I like them. I like the description. Alexander Skarsgård is a Viking prince who sets out on a mission of revenge after his father is murdered. I bet it's going to be a whole lot more than that with yes. this dude making this movie. Well, have you seen the trailer that they released? No. It's a Bjork's great trailer. Bjork is in it. Bjork, uh, Ethan Hawke. Yes, Ethan Hawke. It's, it's, what it is, is it's the Lion King. Well, you know, it's like, but like the lion king it's literally that where he like his dad gets killed and he has to go off and becomes a warrior and comes back and seeks revenge but also i'm sure there's a bunch of other stuff going on but i like you know what's so funny when you said it's the lion king i was like oh they just put a bunch of big names together and there's not really any story <laughs> no yeah no the story no the story you know it's it, and it's no, just this very is an animated movie about right. lions but like <laughs> so i'm just saying like even if you didn't like the witch i mean you know the lighthouse is very different film than the witch and then this looks like it's going to be an even greater yeah step in a different direction than those is very much kind of a gritty action film how about dr strange in the multiverse of madness may 5th i love the first dr strange movie i Me like too. benedict That's it's I good like, i like benedict no. cumberbitch Cum- <laughs> i almost called him cumberbitch <laughs> on accident cumberbitch <laughs> i like benedict cumberbitch <laughs> i bet he's never heard a that whole lot. welcome to the stage benedict cumberbitch <laughs> i love it i do like him um, a lot i like the first movie i'll yeah i'll see this when it's streaming i'm not gonna go see it in theaters yeah i enjoy the first one it's not my favorite of the marvels it's like in my mid-tier but like uh i like that sam raimi is directing this and i wonder how much of raimi is going to get through the marvel machinery like it's always interesting which directors can kind of Push make through. themselves seen you know throughout all of that stuff that has to go on top. See, I feel like the original Doctor Strange is kind of what got me into Marvel, to be honest. The first movie, they, just because it was so different than everything else. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is just a trippy movie and, like, no one's talking to me like I'm an idiot. Like, it treated the <laughs> audience very, like, smart. Yeah. And I, I was like, okay, I can get on board with these, like, Marvel movies. Yeah. My favorite is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I, I just <laughs> think that's a amazing film to be made within that and iron man three rules well uh, speaking of amazing films may 26th Ah. top gun maverick yeah i've never seen a top gun i got nothing the first top gun i haven't i saw it in theaters and i've maybe seen it once or twice since then for sure i like that this list says that the movie is two years overdue because it got pushed back. And I would argue it's about 33 years late. Also, it's not like it's overdue. It's it's done. It's been done for like a year and a half. No, but that's the thing. It, it was supposed to be released 
like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. Again, again, no, it should have been released in 1989. Well, no, but like, you know, I don't I think if Tom Cruise immediately jumped on doing a sequel to something that early on in his career, like it, it maybe we wouldn't have the Tom Cruise who does all these Mission Impossibles and does like all this stuff. I don't know. But like, I, I like that would. he's like he's like getting in jets and stuff. Like, I like Tom Cruise. <laughs> what can I say? I, I like Tom Cruise also. So you know, I'm gonna watch this because I'm sure it'll be great. Here's here's the thing that bothered me when I was reading this. Uh, Tom Cruise is training recruits uh-huh. in this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, this line uh, it says that includes his old mate Goose's son Rooster. Uh, a baby goose is called a gosling. <laughs> yeah. So Goose's son should be named Gosling. And, and, but then and they sh- would need to get Ryan Gosling. Of course. Role. Exactly. No, well, he's a little too old. Ryan Gosling would play Rooster. Come on. Oh, but wait, what? how does Rooster relate to? I know uh, nothing. I a, just heard Gosling. A goose. Go- it's Goose's, Goose's son. But gooses do not become have anything to do with roosters. That's exactly what I'm saying. I know. This, I think we're all saying <laughs> the same thing. Goose's son is called Rooster in this movie. I, I, I should I be that's He crazy. just wants Ryan to be the it, dad goose. A not baby the son goose Gosling. is called a gosling. It sh- his, okay. The character's name should be gosling. I agree. I agree. I take uh, this very seriously. Miles, Te- and I, I gotta say, I don't love Miles Teller. He, he, no, he's just, I've heard he, that he is the worst. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know anything about his personal life. <laughs> I, and I, you know, nothing would really surprise me when it comes to this stuff. But as I've far again, as the worst <laughs> yeah wow okay well maybe i'll hear no, some not stories like the later. worst the worst but i'm not pleasant yeah no. you know and i don't like his acting that's what i'm really more concerned with in regards to top 100 how about jurassic world dominion june 9th <sighs> i didn't see the last jurassic park or world movie it was kind of better than Dra- the the first Jurassic World, uh, which I think is just a god awful movie. I didn't see that one either. I it's I've seen them all in theater for the spectacle, but I don't really. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I liked the second half of Fallen Kingdom pretty well. I, it was doing some more interesting stuff, but yeah, this new one it's doing an interesting thing, like you know, dinosaurs out in the real world. I think Colin Trevorrow is a garbage director i i just hate i've not liked any of his films and so it's not really a comfort to me that he's coming back to direct this new one how about minions the rise of Gru, june 16th i think we can all agree we're gonna go see this right nah, everyone yeah, loves no, the minions yeah, nothing else honestly, to say about it <laughs> honestly the minions movies Don't. have good soundtracks and they're cute and i see them with my nephews and they're not oh, the worst yeah, okay. children's movies okay. yeah if you're taking kids that's yeah fine. that's different my mom was into minions for a long time and it's like come on stop it you're an adult no i hadn't seen any of them and then they threw one on with the kids over and i was like this isn't bad this isn't a bad movie i you know the first despicable me i went to go see with my sister when she was little and it's fine the funny thing is that the minions are like whatever in the first movie they're just like part of it well even the minions movies aren't really about the minions sure well how can more they? About we're, getting, we're getting way more into the minions right. yeah. than i expected <laughs> done done Lightyear, June 23rd this movie's gonna be fucking weird what the hell is this you movie? know what i heard when i heard it was 
Oh, it's Chris Evans? I thought it was Chris Pratt. No, Chris Evans replacing Tim Allen. Chris Pratt is, of course, uh, assaying the role of uh, Mario Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie. So. I know. Well, when I was told it was Chris Pratt, I was like, oh, good. He needs the yeah. work. Similar. <laughs> And the thing to, that is important to clarify, which Claire Evans thankfully clarified for us after the confusing reveal of this movie, is that this is not based on the toy Lightyear. It's based on the real person that the toy was based on, in case you were confused about what this yeah, movie is. Yeah, it's based off a movie from the world of Toy Story. I guess. I'm still going to go to the movie and shout for the toy. Show the toy! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to do all summer. It looks weird, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't the know. The trailer's we'll weird. They use, like, serious music. How about Thor, Love and Thunder, July 7th? I'll check this out. I like yeah, Thor I'll watch movies. it. Marvel's just cranking them out. They're they're oversaturating. They're just cra- they're, cranking it out, man. Yeah, this is they're repeating what happened to Disney in the '90s, which is yeah. they made a bunch of cheap made-for-TV bullshit and like kept making sequels and sequels and sequels and just milking all of these franchises dry, and then you know people stop caring because there's yeah. too much of it. It's too much to keep up with now. Yeah, and it all matters. Like fucking every TV show now, uh, connects to all the different, and like is like goes into the movies and you know it's just that's too much. It it was fine when it was what it was. Well, let's talk about something that's not a Marvel superhero movie. Yeah, Black Adam, July twenty (laughs) eighth, DC extended universe, baby. It's it's weird that they're calling this movie Black Adam. It's a very weird choice. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, they have to, I think, because The Rock is playing Black Adam. And, like, I feel like that's probably, like, the whole reason why he took the role is to have a movie, like... Well, that does track, yeah. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm sure it'll be fine. The first Shazam was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a good movie. I don't think I saw it. It's good. It's, My- it's like a kid's action movie is how I felt. Shazam's like for kids and it's fun. I don't mind it. It's really fun. In fact, my biggest complaint with the movie was that I, I felt like it should have been PG and not PG-13 because it's yeah. like it's very I just really to, I could not think of one thing in it that made it PG-13. It's like it the violence of how the villain kills oh. things, you know, but like I, I think I imagine. But like, I still get carded at PG-13 movies, <laughs> not to brag. Wow. Wow. Yeah. No. You, you take care of yourself. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I drank a anyway. lot of water. What can I say? Hopefully Black Adam's good. Here is a uh, property we haven't seen a movie from in a while. September 29th, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I get this is the animated one. I like the animated ones. Those are great. Yeah, it'll be nice to have a good Spider-Man movie. We haven't had one for finally. a while. So. Yeah, finally. And this one is going to be divided into two parts. So. Yeah, I, that part was kind of a bummer when I, when I saw that in the trailer. But, yeah. you know. Wait, there's I, another... Sorry. What? I'm just like, there's another DC one after this. There's so many. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, DC movies coming out this year. DC <laughs> is like trying to do Marvel so hard and has just been failing, failing, failing. I Yeah. And the next one is about The Flash. Who gives a shit about The Flash? Yeah, I mean, the I Flash, like The Flash because it's 3rd. Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller is very charming to me. I guess he, you know, he was fine in Justice League. I just, I like him. Yeah, 
I don't know that enough. I don't know enough things that I've seen him in, but uh, I just don't think a Flash movie has a lot to offer. No, I'll see it though because I like him. How about Avatar Two coming out December fifteenth? Yeah. Man, did I not ever see the first Avatar movie and have no desire <laughs> ever. To. You never saw Blue Pocahontas? That's so crazy. I heard Here's it was a, Blue Dances with Wolves, but either tomato, way, no, tomato. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a very elemental and old story. You are not going to talk me into this, I promise. No, it's a good movie. (laughs) It's not great. I think it's got, you know, it's it's got problems. But, like, it was a big, giant, extravagant science fiction action movie from James Cameron, who is not made of... You're saying, eh, to James Cameron? I mean, just, I don't know, man. It looks weird. They're all blue and shit. Right, but what movies has he made that haven't been good? Other, than, you know, except I for the one you where seen. people haven't been blue. No, but I mean, what? like you know, shit, man. He's had a know. pretty just, good I, run to earn some trust. I just feel like I no, it's not for me. Avatar's I mean, not for me. Look, I don't think you're alone in this, but like, and look, like, no, I'm the Ava- only person who doesn't <laughs> like Avatar. This is what I yeah. base my personality on. Of course, you know, it's just like I just think as far as things go. Uh, I'm looking forward to a new James Cameron movie. It's not going to be the same sort of very basic, you know, Pocahontas-esque narrative, which is, you know, fair. <laughs> like, that's what that story was. But, like, it was also a lot about, you know, the Iraq War and shit. And, like, it was, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Aren't there, like, three of these coming yeah, out? Yeah, well, like, he's, very he's short like, order? Is this why he went, like, underwater ten years ago? Oh. Well, no, he he has been li- going underwater for like almost 30 years. He loves that shit. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's obsessed with but it. It's but it's like, like for this shit, right? Yeah, no, he yeah. For Avatar 2, he's done a bunch of underwater stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because I remember South Park making fun of this such a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been coming since 2009. And like, so, That's you know, crazy. it's it's a long time coming and it's going to be wild. And yeah, he has promised like three or four more sequels after that. And look, hey, I don't know. Blessed. You know, James Cameron, even with his his speed bumps are still really watchable. So he's earned enough goodwill for me to be like, you know what? I'll, I'll go along with this. Like you made Terminator 2 and Aliens. You know, like yeah. you're still the same guy. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I people that have been directing for a long time anymore what? because I've been so disappointed and sending so many of the things I've watched from directors I love lately. You just were talking about West Side Story. Yeah, how much okay, you loved so that's it. one that was good. Okay, so that's good. I was thinking about like licorice pizza. It looks great. It was bad. Well, I'm going to go see it tomorrow, but <laughs> I, you know, I have a hard and time French imagining. French Dispatch was so bad. Well, but Wes Anderson has only been doing it. He's been doing way less than James Cameron. I'm just saying, I don't trust yeah. any directors anymore. Well, <laughs> at, well here, every director has hits and misses. You know, that's how it is, except for James Cameron, who has basically only had hits. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's not even my favorite guy. He's just always hits it out of the park. All right, the last movie on the list. This is this is appropriate because this is actually the thing I'm most excited for yes, on this entire list. Yeah. I want to dance with somebody. The biography of Whitney Houston. Yeah. Man, if you've never read any books about Whitney Houston, she was wild as fuck. Yeah. I'm so this, excited. 
this is going to be like the Motley Crue biography. <laughs> also, I love a biopic. I just love oh, a biopic. I do too, yeah. It all depends on if they cover the right shit. Like, right. 100%. I, that's 100%. the thing is, I, I don't love the, like, expansive biopic very much, especially after Walk Hard just kind of kneecapped the entire genre. <laughs> well, you know what I liked lately is the two most recent um, biopics I watched are Being the Ricardos and Spencer, and both of those just take place over a few days in those people's yes. lives. I like this sort of thing. But I don't think that's how you do Whitney Houston. But I do yeah, think no, it's a really no. cool, interesting way to go about a biopic. And it's those were fantastic. Totally. But like you can always find even if it's not like that contained, you can always find a character arc within the person's life. And that yeah. just stick to that and not try to do the entire career. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. To see what they focus on and how they do the arc and all that shit. I'm yeah. excited. Uh, yeah. yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I I also really like uh, it's kind of a musical biopic. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, I thought was really good in that it's it's not really a biopic, but it's about like a few days in the in the recording studio with this uh, famous musician. And yeah, Ooh. yeah, I'm I'm super excited about Whitney Houston. We have a podcast called Celebrity Tragic, and we did a season about Whitney Houston and. Man, it's crazy. There's also a uh, there's a a BET movie uh, mm-hmm. called Bobby Brown Story that if Ooh. you can track that down, uh, it's it's dark. Like it's no very shit. dark. There's a scene where Bobby Brown basically has like he overdoses, and Whitney Houston is so high she's just standing over him like taunting him. And then she eventually just goes off to get high and leaves him there. I think he was having a seizure. It's fucking intense. It's going to be so gnarly. So hopefully they bring all that to the movie. Who doesn't want to see that? Yeah. So our final list, the 20 most anticipated (laughs) TV shows of 2022. We'll do this one a little quicker. I know I've said that about every (laughs) list and that has not come to pass, but here it will. It will. All right. Let's let's go through them. Bel Air yeah. on Peacock. Peacock fucking kills it. Yeah. They have a lot of good series on Peacock. Chucky is very good. Girls 5 Eva is very good. Girls 5 Eva was fun. Uh, we Are Lady Parts is very good. Mm. MacGruber I liked a lot. The Saved by the Bell reboot is pretty good. There's a new Chris Red sketch comedy show that's coming on Peacock that looks like it's going to be really fun. Nice. And I will check out Bel Air, which is a a reboot of Fresh Prince Bel Air. Still stars Will Smith. Weird, huh? It doesn't. (laughs) That's not true. Yeah, it's It's an interesting idea. I I had not heard of it until reading this list, but it's an interesting idea. I could watch it. How about Dark Winds on AMC? This sounds really good. I'm very excited for this. I love Almost like a Fargo energy. Yeah. Or yeah. Or like a, I'm trying to think of the name of the writer, but just like a, almost like a, Oh, it says Fargo right there. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Zon <laughs> McLarnan, uh, that's why I'm very excited is I love Zon McLarnan. Who's the actor in the picture in the, in the article. And he was in like Westworld and, uh, Dr. S- He's great. And Dr. Sleep, uh, and Reservation Dogs, which is a show from this year that was really interesting. He's just a really, really good actor. And this is a cool idea. I like a good uh, small town thriller murder mystery type thing. Yeah, it'll either captivate me and I won't be able to stop or I will not be able to get on the train. 
That's how I am with those two. (laughs) We'll figure it out. The dropout. I'm excited about this. This is about Elizabeth Holmes, the Theranos founder. The documentary about her is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I think Amanda Seyfried's a good choice to play her. Yeah, I'm really glad because apparently they initially announced Kate McKinnon. And I think Mm. Amanda Seyfried's a very good upgrade (laughs) on that. How we roll. Yeah. Okay. Pete Holmes, CBS sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Pete Holmes. Good. He gets he gets some more money. Halo on Paramount Plus. This is based on the yeah. video game franchise. Obviously, mm. it's, it's gonna be weird. I mean, you know, mm. Halo universe is fucking weird. If they really want to like dig into it, but like I'm no, I'm no like genius. I don't know anything about Halo really very much at all. So, uh, but what I do know is strange. New Dan Harmon comedy Crapopolis. I hate the title. Yeah, I've been disappointed in the last couple things he's. I mean, it was just the last thing. Was that him? There was a certain animated thing that came out after Rick and Morty that was like just yelling. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a lot of sounds modern like, adult sounds animation. Like Rick and Morty. Yeah. yeah. This is the first series to be curated on the blockchain. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I was going to ask what the fuck that meant. Like, I don't understand what that means at all. No idea. I mean, maybe it was financed. I don't, I have no, no clue. Yeah, I don't know. The Lord of the Rings. Never heard of it. What is it? Is this new? Yeah, it's a pretty, it's kind of become a big hit in the last few years. Is it, Uh, what's it based on? Like a, is it like a web series thing? What's it based on? It's based on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. It's a wondery podcast. It was a true crime (laughs) podcast. Uh, yeah, there's going to be a Lord of the Rings series on yeah. Prime Video. I didn't like the, I didn't care about the movies. OK, so I won't care about the series. But yeah, I mean, you know, Lord of the Rings is a, a an interesting world. I think it's uh, it makes great. more sense as a series anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think the movies are, are pretty good, uh, especially the first one. But like the you know, I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll see how it how it works. The not a lot of the Prime shows have really hooked me only one or two there's a prime show that i worked on last year that's called as we see it that's coming out next month mm-hmm. and i'm actually genuinely excited for it okay it has three people on the autistic spectrum that are actually on the spectrum that it's and it's like about it's like a dramedy kind of about their lives and that's mm-hmm. not on here but it comes out the end of next okay. month and i'm excited it's gonna be good yeah that is gonna be a prime next. show that i genuinely this is think in vela love i always forget her name vela love love the Heather oh. from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, isn't it? I like her. <laughs> cool. Uh, Love and Death on HBO. <laughs> yeah, this looks really good. It's from uh, David Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Big Little Lies I didn't like. The Undoing I'm not even familiar with. but I mean, that show was bad. This looks really good. It's about a true crime story that happened in Texas where a woman just fucking murdered her friend with an axe one day. Friday mm-hmm. the 13th, to be specific. Wow. And... Uh, this is a series about that crime, which I'm not super familiar with that crime. So I'm excited. I'm going to watch that as fuck. Yeah. I'm going to watch that show. I loved oh. both seasons of Big Little Lies. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I loved them both. I'm I'll, here for it. Yeah, I, I, I'll i take a look at it. Uh, I don't. I haven't really liked any m- many Elizabeth Olsen performances since like. Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene. Like, that was the one I really loved her in. And then since then, yeah. But I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it. The Man Who Fell to Earth. 
This is I've a never, remake yeah. of a David Bowie movie I've never seen. It's a movie thought... that I've never been able to sit through. I've tried to watch it more than once. I love David Bowie. I love a yeah. musical. I love this shit. But the David Bowie movies are so boring. Yeah. Besides it, Labyrinth, obviously. It's not my favorite movie. <laughs> I think it's interesting, but I definitely was not expecting... I did not know about this until this list, and... I was not expecting this to be a thing that's happening. I'm just very surprised by it. Chiwetel Ejiofor rules. He's great. Yeah. So I was surprised by this. Masters of the Air on Apple TV Plus. Mm-hmm. This is another in the Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg, World War II movies sort of trilogy series. Yeah. Band of Brothers, The Pacific, and now Masters of the Air, which yeah. looks pretty good. It, it's probably going to be great. I mean, you know, the Pacific ruled. I, I love it. I, it would be great if they brought back James Badge Dale. I, I always like to see him pop up and stuff. So finally, the Marvel Extended Universe gets some representation. Oh, thank God. Moon Knight on Disney Plus. Yeah. Their universe is too big. It is. It it's is. too big of a universe. That Thanos snap should have held. <laughs> like that should have been a real life thing where it's like, real, no more? Nope, no more. Sorry. I agree that it's way too big. And I have not liked most of the Marvel stuff that happened at me this year. No. But I do like Moon Knight. I, 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 I like the Moon Knight com- character in the comics. I think he's cool. He's fucking crazy. And like, but the problem is, and this is a problem that we're seeing with the Boba Fett show that they're making is it's going to, if it's going to be on Disney plus, it's a TV show. that's going to be on Disney plus. It can't be fucked up at all. You just can't really yeah. make it. You can't make it fucked up. And it's like, if you're going to make or a show, if you're going to make it fucked up, you have to do like a real twisted way to like a real, like WandaVision had some fucked up moments. Well, yeah, but, it, it, but it's all like it, it, hypothetical stuff where you're thinking about it and there's, there's magic, but I'm talking about like, you know, Moon Knight, he's like a guy who just beats the fuck out of people. And like, it's like super, he's like a very, and he's insane. Like he's, he's telling people to fuck off all the time. And yeah. And it's got Oscar Isaac and that'll be good. I was going to say, I'll watch it for him. Yeah. I love love Oscar Isaac and he's a good fit, although kind of short for the role. Uh, But you know, Robert Downey Jr. is super short too. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Moon Knight has a great costume is the big thing. Ooh. It's like all white and he's got like a cape and it's cool. I do love a look. Night Court reboot <laughs> on NBC. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I'm old enough that I watched Night Court when it was on the air and that yes. show fucking ruled. It's a it good was, show. It was so well written. It was so funny. John Larroquette won so many Emmys <laughs> for this show. He eventually like stopped accepting the yeah. nomination for it because he yeah, won like really? five or six yes. years in a row. Yeah, he had to be like, no, I, I, I refuse. I'm not like putting myself up for nomination. Like, should I'm, I go I'm back and watch myself. Old Night Court? I've never yes, seen I, it. Hell yeah, I, I did that this so year, good. and it's good. It's like Golden Girls. Good. It's really fucking good. It's fun. Sure. It, the, you know, like with every, the second season, the second episode has like baby Michael J. Fox in it, which is fun. But no, it's super funny and love Larroquette. I loved Harry Anderson, uh, but like Harry Anderson and Richard Mole and like everybody are dead. Yeah, it seems like the only one coming back is John Larroquette. Yes, because I think he's like one of the only ones who is still alive. And yeah, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I did not know this was happening. I, you know, I want to be optimistic, but it's going to be on NBC. I just, it's probably not going to be very good. Mm. But it might be. Superstore was on NBC. That's exactly that's what like, I was thinking. I'm like, that's they did Superstore. It might be okay. Yeah. And Superstore is over, so they need something. Obi Wan Kenobi finally. A Star Wars side character gets some love. Yeah, exactly. Disney Plus. I don't know. I don't know what this is about. Is it How about much Obi-Wan money Kenobi? does Disney Plus fucking have? Well, I don't think they listed so much stuff from Disney. <laughs> I imagine they don't make very much money. Like Disney Plus doesn't, but like Disney has so yeah. much money that they can finance it, and then they know that they're going to be getting money back on theme park experiences and toys and all that shit. We've just talked about so much Disney shit. Yes, that's almost like it's the plague of modern film. Like, you know, as much as I like some of the stuff. So let's move on. But I'm mostly pissed at the Obi-Wan Kenobi series because uh, I had my own idea for an Obi-Wan Kenobi on Tatooine prequel that was going to be way better. So anyway, Mm. I I just think it's a real missed opportunity that they didn't hire me. Yeah. Because they would never go back and make another movie about the same (laughs) Star Wars property. It's not like Star Wars at all. The Old Man on FX. I don't know what this is about, but I will watch Jeff Bridges in the lead in a television series. It's his first time as the lead in a television series. And hell yeah, I'm here for it. Tell me if it's good. Let me know. Yeah, it's very (laughs) weird that they don't include any description of the plot in this uh, little snippet in the article because it's based on a book. And uh, it sounds good. It's like a spy thriller where he's like a former intelligence agent. I saw the person that Jeff Bridges character in The Big Lebowski is based on. Mm -hmm. He's a real dude who lives in L.A. I saw him do stand up (laughs) once. And by I saw him do stand up once. He told a very long winded story that wasn't funny and demanded that the sound guy play Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen in the background. And the problem is this story was, I shit you not, like 15 minutes long. They basically (laughs) had to drag him off stage. So did they keep repeating Born to Run? Well, not just that. Not only did they keep repeating it, every time it ended, there would be this moment where he'd be like, can you start the song again? And every time the sound guy was just like, fucking come on. That's so funny. I hope that's what the old man is about. Yeah. Pachinko. That's on Apple TV Plus. Looks good. I'll watch it. Apple TV Plus has a lot of good series, too. It does. It also has Invasion, which sucked, but it did Mm. have other good stuff. The next one is why I wanted to talk about TV stuff. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Pam and Tommy. I thought this was already out. It's a series about the Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape. This will be fascinating. I'll watch this. I'm so excited because they did not use her at all in the, um, in the, oh, why can't I remember the other movie about Tommy Lee's band that was on Netflix that I liked, oh. but they barely used Pamela because she didn't want the right something with, you know, she didn't want to be in that, but it's because it was yeah. going to be in this show. Okay. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'll watch it. And it's it, it looks like it's by Craig Gillespie, who you know I liked I, I Tanya okay. It, I didn't love it. I loved I Tanya. I thought it was it was fun. I enjoyed watching. You know, it's just uh, you know, I was like it was okay. And then and then he made Cruella. That was his follow up. And that I loved stinks. Cruella. Oh, okay. I loved it. I liked Cruella <laughs> a lot too. Uh, the Peripheral. Yeah. 
It's going to be on Prime Video sci-fi series based on a novel. Yeah, I mean, Gibson rules. William Gibson, not Mel. I'm I'm not that familiar. He's a he's a very uh, like a like a master sci-fi novelist. Uh, I was getting all that information on the from the gigantic image of the book. Oh right? yeah, yeah, right. In the article. Uh, yeah, he's great. He 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 wrote the Neuromancer. He basically invented the cyberpunk genre. He's like, uh, yeah, he's good. Cool. Roar. <laughs> Roar That's looks name good. The, name of the next show on Apple I, TV Plus. It's from the people who made Glow, which yeah. I, I cannot believe they did not do a final season of Glow. That show I mean, is so fucking good. Netflix is so fucked up. Yeah. But this is from the people who made Glow. So that's yeah. that's intriguing. I'm looking forward to that. I was really disappointed, though, that it is not a TV series about the making of the film Roar, which was about like Melanie Griffith and Tippi Hedren and and the guy that Tippi Hedren was married to living in a house full of lions and tigers in order to film a movie. And it's one of the wildest films I've ever seen. And a making of series about that would be really cool. Or... A making of series about the Katy Perry song. Sure, yeah, that would probably have less mauling in it, but maybe some. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so sure. Uh, yeah, Roar looks really good. It's an anthology series. Yeah, Sixty First Street. This is a this is a procedural. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know if I have room in my life. Yeah, it's from the it. night of the guy who made the night of, which is good. Yeah, the night of was fucking great. I will say the other thing that really catches my eye uh, is that it's uh, going to have uh, Anjanu Ellis in it, for, who was in King Richard, uh, and she's tr- tremendous in King Richard. She's so good in that movie. So, yeah. Who's ready for Renee Zellweger to take over the television? <sighs> the Thing About Pam on NBC. Now, this is an NBC show I can picture skipping in, yeah. entirely. Yeah. Uh, um, unfortunately, it doesn't sound super fascinating. It does have Judy Greer, and we it's love it's a true Judy crime Greer. thing. That's it's it's a true crime thing. That's interesting, at least. It's based on a Dateline NBC podcast, which means it's based on a case that wasn't good enough for Dateline NBC, (laughs) but they are going to make a series about it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like you say like it's it's based on a true crime podcast, but I feel like we've seen there have been so many things announced that are based on a true crime podcast that are coming out. We've got like a glut of that happening. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I like Renee Zellweger, although I feel like I haven't really seen her be good in anything in a while. So I don't I know. Even, I don't even know. I feel like I've seen her in something recently and I couldn't even tell you what it was. And she was good. And I think she was nominated for an Oscar recently. <laughs> yeah. For Judy. Yeah. Oh, I never but, saw Judy. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, she's fine in it but it yeah it's not a very good movie seems like a weird speaking of when to choose when in the biopic to like pick the life that exactly it's, it's the problem so we made it this was, this yeah. was a long ass episode sorry guys yes. <laughs> do we have anything to plug <laughs> before we get out of here i normally ask people if we have any final thoughts but i feel like we got all our thoughts I think out all the thoughts have been oh yeah <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we did that. Uh yeah, I don't I don't have anything to plug. Yeah. Jessica, yeah. how about you? 
I mean, as usual, if you want to follow me on social media, I'm at Jessica420bro on everything. <laughs> um, Still the best handle. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I, You know, every once in a while I think about changing it, and then I don't. Good. Don't. <laughs> I don't. Good instincts. Don't ever change. <laughs> Olivia, how about you? Uh, you find me on Twitter at hi there, hi dar. Uh, that's it for now. I'm so tired. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go. Let's get out of here. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Jessica, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.